Hi, it is February 4th, and I have not been recording anything for a bit of a while. Um, There have been a number of events that have taken place that have me ruminating on a mindset that has permeated history that we were dealing with in 2020 and still are. And it's a mindset that is destructive. It believes that one group of people have rights above anyone else and that right is to do what they wish with the lives of others. What set me off on this was watching, for the second time, Dances with Wolves. Now, I hadn't seen it since it first came out on the screen, but um, it just breaks my heart to think that anyone thinks it's okay to annihilate a group of people, no matter what their religion, color, beliefs, sex, is and that includes the sex trafficking that includes how we treat animals that we bring in from research under the guise of research medical research that includes the animals that are treated for consumption and I want to read for you article that was in the vegan guidebook for PETA. It's a true story of one cow in particular, but it pertains to something that occurs regularly in the meat industry. A truck carrying this cow was unloaded at a stockyard in Kentucky one September morning after the other animals were removed from the truck one cow was left behind she was unable to move the stockyard workers used the customary electric prods in her ear to try to get her out of the truck then beat and kicked her but she still didn't move they tied a rope around her neck tied the other end to a post in the ground and drove the truck away. The cow fell to the ground, landing with both hind legs and her pelvis broken. For the first three hours, she lay in the hot sun crying out. Periodically, when she urinated or defecated, she used her front legs to drag herself to a clean spot. She also tried to crawl to a shaded area, but couldn't. Altogether, she managed to crawl a painful 13 to 14 yards. The stockyard employees wouldn't give her any water. The only water she received was given to her by a local animal rights activist who had been contacted by a woman who witnessed the incident. The activist arrived at noon. She received no cooperation from stockyard workers. 
She called the county police and a police officer arrived, but was instructed by his superiors to do nothing. He left at 1 p.m. The stockyard operator informed the activist that he had permission from the insurance company to kill the cow, but wouldn't do it until the activist left. Although doubtful he would keep his word, she left at 3 p.m. She returned at 4.30 p.m. and found the stockyard deserted. Three dogs were attacking the cow who was still alive. She contacted the state police and four officers arrived at 5.30 p.m. The state trooper wanted to shoot the cow but was told that a veterinarian should kill her. Two veterinarians at the facility would not euthanize her, claiming in order to preserve the value of the meat, she could not be destroyed. The butcher eventually arrived at 7.30 p.m., shot the cow, and her body was purchased for $307.50. When the stockyard operator was questioned by a reporter from the Kentucky Post, he laughed throughout the interview and stated, We didn't do a damn thing to it. He referred to the attention given the cow by humane workers and police as bullcrap. This is not an isolated case. It is reported that this is common. Animals in this condition are known in the meat industry as downers. And the only way to ensure that a downed animal doesn't suffer for our food is to simply adopt a vegan diet. There are so many stories of the cruelty to animals, the cruelty to humans. And there is one no different from the other. It is the same story. It is the same act of violence perpetrated on a living being with right to a life free of pain. A life deserving of our respect. The vegan industry have made valid points on the global economic and health of the planet for going on a meatless diet. I would like to suggest that all of us adopt a much higher degree of vegetarian or vegan living in order to curtail horrific practice that is perpetuated on these poor innocent animals. We can scream for more humane conditions, but the fact remains that the land that is grown simply to harvest the animals themselves and the noxious gases from the sites where they're killed is still a global concern environmentally. If the only animals that were being purchased were organic free range and we brought our meat consumption down to a fraction, 10% of what it is, 20% of what it is, we would have an impact on the meat and dairy industries. The 
message needs to be clear that we will not allow and support by purchasing these foods an industry that has no respect for humans. That includes the pharmaceutical industry that is only out to make money, whose products cause a lot of damage and are factored in, and the million dollars or so that they may pay out in legal fees is cushioned in and they're okay with that. They're okay that thousands of people will die on a drug because they can afford the cost of those lawsuits. What about the cost of those lives? It is that mindset that we need to move away from. The sex trafficking industry has no regard whatsoever for the woman or child that is being trafficked. They are treated. It is, you know what, it comes down to one thing, free will. Free will, the right to say what happens to your life. The right to live a life without fear of being hunted, of being killed, of being tortured, of being in any way harmed for the benefit of another living being, for the pleasure of another living being. There is no pleasure allowable in hurting a living being. And the person who finds that pleasure is the one we need to move out of our society. Those people need to be disallowed from engaging in that act of pleasure at the cost of another. And so... Living and loving life is just what it says. And those acts of violence is in direct contrast to that choice. To live a life that supports the life of others. So the articles in that magazine really bring home the message. They talk of fish that are suffocated to death, crabs and lobsters and such. And when you think about it, that's exactly what we do when fish are captured for food. They are just allowed to suffocate to death in the nets. There's no humane way to kill a fish or mass marketing or of any kind, I believe. Um, years ago, actor James Cromwell stopped eating pigs while filming the movie Babe because he realized that a dog and a pig are the same. They are both intelligent animals. They are both nurturing, caring, suffer pain, suffer loss. A lot of food on our market are babies that are taken away from their mothers. Calves taken away from the mother cow. Baby sheep taken away from their mothers. It's a cruel act. 
such a cruel act. So you can't allow that when you recognize that it would be unfair to do the same with a human, to take a baby away from its mother for any reason, unless that mother was abusive, of course. But in that case, you're saving the child from a life of abuse and hopefully not putting it back into another situation where it will be abused. So there is really no valid reason for doing what we're doing. No valid reason for turning the other cheek when it comes to these issues. Yes, it's discomforting to give up something you enjoy eating. Uh, Look at the millions and billions of people who have a weight problem because we don't want to give up our ice cream, our chocolate, our cakes, our cookies, our fast food in order to lose the weight that is causing us harm in our bodies. And I'm guilty. My body does not tolerate gluten. I'm not a celiac. I don't suffer from celiac disease, but my body has sent me that message. And I am Italian. I love pasta. It's so hard for me to give up pasta. It's hard for me to give up cheese. And yet, I've done it, and I will do it again. And um, (laughs) the again part is funny because you're never supposed to go back. It's the illusion. It's an illusion that we create because we want to have it. We want to have the dairy even though we're lactose intolerant. We want to have the fattening foods or the sugary foods even though it can down the line promote diabetes. And the studies on Alzheimer's and heart health that are affiliated now with the gut is overwhelmingly accurate and you really can't turn a blind eye to it which means we need to be all looking at our consumption of sugar and starch, white flour, products, white sugar. And it's a matter of valuing what we need versus what we want. Valuing the life of another over our desire for pleasure that we don't need don't need their diet. Now, I, for one, cannot do a vegan diet in the sense of eating the foods that they have created an entire market on for meat-like dishes in order to keep that same sense of eating chicken and pork and beef. There's an industry that have created products that do taste like those but they have the very starch I can't have in my diet. So for me, it's a diet of fruits and vegetables. And I will throw in eggs into that diet from free-range organic chickens, which my son grows on his own, because I'm not harming anyone in that process. No one is dying for me to have those eggs. I always think of the amazing Jack Lane, who lived to be in his 90s, ate nine eggs a day. Granted, the man swam rivers and oceans and was crazy active. 
God bless him. But I know that if he can eat nine eggs, then if I compare my <laughs> activities to his and scale in accordance the percentage of eggs I can eat safely, I'm good. And um, that is the diet I will be reaching out for. And I've had it before. I've done it before. I have enjoyed it before. And I will do so again. Because now it is, as much as it was then, a health need for myself. I'm getting the added benefit of knowing I'm helping the rights of other lives to live with peace and respect. And in doing so, honoring the one who creates us all and the planet. And so I really, I'm going to be struggling with it. It's not going to come easy. I do understand it's not an easy task, but it's time. This is the time to step up and do the right thing for everyone. And so that's what this talk is about today. And I would like to hear from you and hear your thoughts on it. And you can email me at a life for joy at yahoo.com. You can Facebook, go to my Facebook page at Earth Mama for Life. And my Instagram as well. So have a great week. Thursday, the weekend is upon us. Enjoy it. Whether you are having snow, which we had, yay, or out in the beautiful sunshine out west, or out west and in the snow with the beautiful sunshine, wherever you are, enjoy this life and live today and each day, one day at a time, showing a reverent respect for all life. Thank you. Thank you.